Koto. I'm Sue Berman and I'm pleased to be bringing you a 2020 Pride podcast special. Review Review was an Auckland Library's and alternative binding collective collaboration. On February the 10th 2016 it was recorded and I'm thrilled to bring you a retrospective highlight of this event. The MC for the evening was Alternative Bindings member Michael Jacon. He introduces each of the reviewers, who then speak for seven minutes, giving a review of a book of their choice. In this last track we hear from women's bookstore owner and well-known reviewer Carol Pugh talk about a novel by Amy Bloom, which is titled Lucky Us. Our last reviewer, Carol Pugh, um, I believe is a taonga for us, of all things Biblia in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Um, whether it is in her radio reviews, her various recommended read, read formats, um, global readers and writers festivals, including Pride this year in a number of formats, um, it, is a great, it is a great pleasure to have you here as part of, part of Pride. And then, of course, there is the Women's Bookshop, um, which is in its 27th year. And as you know, it's on Ponsonby Road, and I, and I, you know, I just had this flashback when I, when I put those two things together, being 27 on Ponsonby Road. Oh, I remember that, you know. <laughs> very, uh, very exciting. Well, it's still exciting to be on Ponsonby Road, you know, kind of, a, uh, of course. Now, Carol came, like a number of people in the room, uh, came from an English and drama teaching background and started the enterprise of uh, the Women's Bookshop almost by accident, thinking, thinking maybe as a number of us may have that, if it didn't work out, you could always go back to teaching. Okay, you didn't go back to teaching, did you? No, no neither did I. Okay, anyone else think about that? Okay. Teaching is a noble activity, of course, but um, anyhow. The bookshop and... Um, was born out of the 1970s and 80s feminist movements and um, it is in fact a small business survivor of immense significance. Uh, the range of books and customers is very broad these days uh, but Carol recognises um, that male writers and, and voices still get more attention than uh, women writers and voices and that's again something we maybe have to talk about a bit later. It is incredibly proud to be able to invite you Carol for your review. Okay. I think Mike was more generous than I deserve, really. As I said to him, I, I really just do what I love. And I'm really lucky. I'm passionate about what I do, and I can do it every day, and that is fantastic. <laughs> now, I'm going to talk about mainly Lucky Us by Amy Bloom. And it's interesting because Amy Bloom is not a lesbian, and I think it's quite significant that there's a lot of really good gay and lesbian stuff, and other people have mentioned this, being written by straight authors. And I do want to also mention Sarah Waters, who is lesbian and all her books are lesbian, but Sarah Waters, Sarah Waters, what she did was normalise it all. Her books are so well written that they've been shortlisted for the Booker Prize, the Orange and Bailey's Prize, they've won all sorts of awards. She is one of the darlings of the literati in, in London. She gets asked to, to speak at things and judge things and so on. And what she has done is make it all normal. And I think she's done a great service to us. She would just claim 
it was the right time for that to happen. Um, I think partly as a result of that, so many really good writers are including wonderful, wonderful lesbian scenes in their books and gay scenes too. And someone mentioned, um, was it you that mentioned A Little Life? You must read A Little Life. Hanya Yanagihara, absolutely brilliant, A Little Life. Um, Amy Bloom is an American. She came to the Auckland Writers' Festival last year. She, this is a slim little book, and it is packed full. She has a brilliant talent at telling you a hell of a lot in very few words. And I'm going to read you just, firstly, just the opening sen two sentences of this novel, and you just think how much this tells you. My father's wife died. My mother said we should drive down to his place and see what might be in it for us. And that's how that novel opens. They drive down there, and um, the 12-year-old girl ends up being dumped there with her feckless father and her sister, who's five years older, who takes her off to Hollywood. So you have Hollywood in the 1940s, and then eventually America coming into World War II and so on, and it's packed full of all sorts of things. But when Iris, the older sister, gets to Hollywood, she does become a starlet, and suddenly... I read this extraordinary chapter that is actually a lesbian orgy. And I thought, when I read it, I thought, my God, I don't believe I actually read that. I'm going to read you a tiny extract from a book that has so much else in it. But this is, this is one of the best bits. I, 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 you know, I could describe to you the things like the, the gorgeous men, the, the black men, you know, bare-chested with turbans on who were serving the drinks and, and grapes and oysters and so on to the women. But um, look, Rose said, Schmundies on parade. Iris didn't know the word, but she got the idea. There were naked women everywhere, drinking and eating and smoking and dancing, all naked and nearly naked. A chubby girl lay over the back of one of the divans, her head almost touching the floor. A woman sat beneath her, kissing her face and neck and cradling her head, while another woman pulled the girl's legs over her shoulder and buried her face between them. A woman in a pale chiffon toga walked by and waved to Rose. Her toga came only to her thighs and was held together by one big ruby starburst at her shoulder. Her small breasts and her large, bushy and bright orange triangle were not at all covered by the chiffon, just softened as if by candlelight. A negro girl in silver lame pumps had rhinestones sparkling like dewdrops in her dark, curly, pubic hair. Rose, I'm, I'm skipping a bit here, um, Rose spilled a little of her champagne on Iris' breast and licked it off like a cat. The champagne soaked Iris's bodice down to her lap, to her schmundi. And it's, it's just wonderful. That, so one of the main relationships in, in, the, um, in the novel is the lesbian relationship um, of Iris, the older of the two half-sisters. Um, there are a whole range of characters, um, including a man who happens to have a German name. He's American. But when the whole war thing happens, um, it's not a good idea to have a German name when you're living in, in America. Um, there's a boy, that, the whole thing is about family really, there's a boy that they steal because one of the women would like a child and hasn't had one. And there's this dreadful orphanage where they see these really, really grubby kids playing and they cut a hole in the wire fence and steal this little boy. And the little boy has no, they don't know his background, he has no name, they have no idea of his parentage. And so you end up 
with um, the, the gay man who was doing the, um, the makeup in Hollywood, who ends up in New York living with these half-sisters, and this boy and this German man, and various characters, and they end up being a family. And I think one of the things that Amy Bloom is looking at is what is a family. And a family is not necessarily people that you are blood-related to. A family is a group of people who love each other and take care of each other. Now, just before I finish, I want to just mention one that's coming, and I've only got, I Xeroxed the cover for you. I've had a reading copy of it, but it's been stolen away by my 19-year-old newest, youngest staff member, and I've encouraged her to read it. Kate Tempest came to New Zealand just recently. She's the poet, um, rapper, um, singer, musician, amazing young woman, and this is her first novel, The Bricks That Built the Houses. It's coming very soon, and it is fantastic. Um, very young, and I, I found it amazing because I'm old, and it's very young, it's very hip, it's about drugs, it's about um, earning your money as a masseuse and going so far, but not too far. Um, and the, the drug, I found the drug thing absolutely fascinating because it's so totally beyond my experience. The key, the key thing in it is that two women meet at a party and are extremely attracted to each other but don't do anything about it. One of the girls then meets the brother of the other girl not knowing who he is and they become boyfriend and girlfriend and you can see what's going to happen. Eventually the boyfriend invites her home to his family for a dinner and his sister walks in and it is, it's fantastic. It's a really, really wonderful book. Very, very young and hip and um, full of all sorts of things that are beyond my experience, but I loved it all the same and I think it's a great one to recommend to young readers in particular. And I'm under time. I talked fast, but that's enough. You're a time account, as I said before, <laughs> so time is your... Oh, well, thank <laughs> you. Um, I'll add one thing. I am actually reviewing a book on national radio tomorrow, and I've got to remember what it is. It's Exposure. Exposure by Helen Dunmore. Um, very, Helen Dunmore is a wonderful writer, and um, it's her newest. It's sort of a, a Cold War um, spy thriller, but with a difference, because her characterisation is so good that you love the characters and the fact that there's a spy in it is almost incidental really. But thank you.